I just don't see the romance here. Really? A young man, the Swiss Alps, changing the world? Romance is candlelight, flowers, snuggling, and... Well, they, they do a lot of snuggling in the Swiss Alps. I didn't mean with computer programs. We're, uh, we're eating dinner out tonight, aren't we? And don't forget the flowers. We'd snuggle more if you'd let me turn the air conditioning down to 65 at night. From Hollywood, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and in episode 42, a story about what happens to history when an inventor's original idea is eclipsed by a combination of technology, romantic cliches, and a first name that rhymes with beaver. Tim Berners-Lee, young, handsome, and British, was at a turning point in his life. Should he solve the problem of information overload or save himself for the day when Mike Fleiss would create The Bachelor? Berners-Lee opted for door number one. And so, working in the shadow of the Swiss Alps, he became the first person to come up with the idea of linking disparate bits of information together to make that information easier to organize and find. He called it the World Wide Web because, I'm told, women go crazy for alliterations. Uh-huh. Really? Did I mention he was also knighted? Uh-huh. That's more romantic than alliterations, or even a Danielle Steele novel. But credit for what we call the World Wide Web arguably belongs to an American electrical engineer and MIT professor, Vannevar Bush. Yes, the hero of this story has a first name that rhymes with beaver. And the MIT campus is a fairy tale setting, I think only if you're a printed circuit board. Professor Bush rose to prominence during World War II. I mean, if you're looking for the man who shepherded radar and the atomic bomb into existence, Bush is your guy. Bush was not only a manager, he was a tinkerer. And before and during World War II, tinkering meant working with gears, pulleys, rods, and motors. See, now, now that's the sound of progress. Bush and his colleagues would assemble these parts into what were called analog computers, where digital computers use ones and zeros for computation, an analog computer uses distances. I know, if digital computers are magic, analog computers must sound like witchcraft. But for now, what you need to know is that analog computers helped us win the war. They were used by the military to generate mathematical tables for aiming heavy artillery on the battlefields of Europe. After the war, Bush turned his attention to combating the flood of information that was drowning the scientific community. Yes, information overload is not a problem unique to our generation, and we ought not to feel so smug about it. Bush laid out the plans for what he called a Memex, a mechanical forerunner of the World Wide Web. Nearly 40 years before the Apple Macintosh, it was Bush who gave us the desktop. And it was a real desktop. The Memex resembled a traditional desk, but its desktop was made up of a slanting translucent screen for projecting microfilm images. It also had a keyboard and sets of buttons and levers, and behind the scenes it was made up of those wonderful gears, pulleys, motors, and rods. The Memex was the World Wide Web version zero. With it, microfilm documents and original writings could be joined forever by tapping on the keyboard. And they could be recalled later, all connected together with a single key. And these combinations of information that you created could themselves be combined into a trail. It was think about following a chain of links on a Wikipedia page. Today, the Memex is remembered, if at all, with the same sort of wistfulness as 8-track tapes. But don't look for a Memex on eBay. Nobody ever built one. And in that, we have a moment of irony. Bush's success with analog computers encouraged the military to fund experiments with digital computers. 
the ones built around vacuum tubes that were used in radar sets. And the man behind the development and deployment of radar? Yes, Beniever Bush. The government junked analog computers in favor of digital ones, making Bush's mechanical Memex a dinosaur before its time. Bush died in 1974. He never saw desktop computing, the internet, the World Wide Web, or any of the other romantic realizations of his most famous idea. He did, however, live long enough to see hate-track tapes. And that's the story I call Tangled Web. My thanks to my wife for picking the most expensive restaurant in Hollywood for dinner and guaranteeing, thanks to the cost, that I'll be back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. with another little-known story about well-known stuff and many, many Tuesdays after that as well. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a copyrighted feature of the Theater of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California. <laughs>